0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Welcome back to Don V Fridays. Hope y'all had a good week. Um, last week when I went to upload Don V Fridays to my Twitter, uh, Twitter was down and uh, Twitter, my Twitter was down for a couple hours, so I'm pretty sure some people probably didn't even know that it was out until Friday. You know, y'all know normally I record on Thursday, put it out on Thursday evenings. That way all day Friday, I can, you know, make sure people know it's Don V Fridays. Y'all know how we get down. But um, yeah, it was some technical in it was some technical stuff going on on Twitter side. And then Anchor, um, they switched up some, they switched up some things, so. You know, it, it was some things thrown off, but, you know, nothing stops a player, man. We're going to keep it moving. Yeah, y'all already know how i to get down. Like I said, this episode 86. We're going to uh, talk about the Boston College game, and then we're going to do our ACC picks. We're going to talk about the ACC games from last week, and we're going to talk about this week's opponent, Wake Forest, so get comfortable, grab your cool beverage, and uh, let's start the show. Uh, footballs and full effect people. Uh, NFL. You got um. You got Major League Baseball there in their World Series. My Atlanta Braves could not make it happen. They choked. So you got the Dodgers and you got the Rays. And uh, Online is the place to be, man. online is going the extra mile, uh, to make sure you get in on everything imaginable: game spreads and totals. Uh, the team player, coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today. Use the promo code Armchair and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Last week, uh, last Saturday, Virginia Tech played Boston College. Virginia Tech won the game forty to seventeen. It was one of those games where, like, it was it was up and down at first, but then Hokies put that thing in cruise control in the second half. Um, what we learned from this game is simple. I think you know, I'm, I don't even think I'm breaking any news here or educating anybody. Henry Hooker is clearly the best quarterback we have on the roster, and Khalil Herbert is oh, our workhorse running back that. The offense goes through uh, when those two, when Henry Hooker is on the field and Khalil Herbert is getting the ball, or when Henry Hooker can pull the ball and run it himself. And Henry Hooker had something like 168 rush yards. I don't got the stats in front of me, but he he had like 168 rush yards at the quarterback position, all while Khalil Herbert is still getting his. So that should be the backfield going forward, unless obviously one of them a or injured, COVID. Whatever the case may be, I, you know, like I said, I'm not breaking any news to y'all. Y'all already knew this shit, but um, it was a, it was like I said, Wake Forest. Their quarterback, Phil Jakovic, he, he he stood in the pocket. He made some big boy throws. It wasn't even uh, Zay Flowers that killed us per se. It, it, I think Zay Flowers had like seven catches, something like that, fifty something yards. It was the other receiver who I don't even remember his name. He kind of got off, but um, our DBs are still trying to, like, this is going to be an ongoing thing all year with our DBs. It's going to be an ongoing thing, guys. You know, just because they are back in the lineup, it don't mean that they all the way right and how much have they been practicing or if they've been practicing and, guys out the lineup and in the lineup, it's going to be a work in progress. <laughs> the secondary is going to be a work in progress. Uh, let me put some respect on uh, Dorian Strong's name. Uh, he's holding up pretty well considering he's a, a freshman and where's the number 44? He's holding up pretty well. He's not super lost and super trash out there. He's making plays. He made a He had a big uh, pass breakup where Zay Flowers was like on a post route. Dorian Strong was right there with him, stride for stride, and uh, batted the ball down. And that's all you can ask for from your young DBs. That's all you can ask. Just man, stay with him. Just stay with him. We don't need pick sixes and interceptions and all that just yet. Just, just stay with (laughs) him. Just and and he did that. Um, we're not gonna talk about this game too much. I mean Jamari Connor had a solid outing. he had like eleven tackles or something like that. Uh good to see him bounce back after the what was gonna happen to him in the UNC game, cause he was getting he was getting mixed and mastered out there looking like a looking like a DJ. And he went out for targeting, but he was able to bounce back with like eleven tackles. Uh I was about to say Keyshawn Artis, I'm tripping. Here. <laughs> Tisdale was very active, so it wasn't the greatest performance from the defense, but I'll take it after what happened in North. But after what happened versus North Carolina, I'll t- I'll take that performance. Uh, there's obviously things that we could clean up on, but um, it was a solid out especially the second half. You know, it was some folks, not me, for once. Normally, when people start talking negativity, like I'm at the top of the list, but uh, no, this wasn't, wasn't me. It was some folks that was legit questioning. Justin Hamilton, after his first game versus North Carolina, and to those folks, I said, look, man, it was his first day on the job, you know, coaching in the game, and two, he was outmatched and outclassed. He did not have the tools uh, that could equip him to slow down that Carolina offense. and um, So I expected that to happen. Um, and, And it got better it definitely got better now does boston college have as many nfl players on it that this north carolina offense has uh i could see two two guys that quarterback Phil kovic he won't be a day one a day two pick at quarterback like sam hart sam hartman like uh sam Howell. <laughs> but uh he'll play in the nfl he might be a you know practice squad guy or, you know, late-round pick, something like that. But Phil Djokovic definitely has an NFL-type arm. It obviously has the size. Zay Flowers definitely is an NFL slot receiver waiting to happen. But uh, we, like I said in the stream after the game, I just want to see continued growth until the Miami game. I kept saying in the post-game stream that we're on the road to Miami which made people think that I was saying that we play Miami next week, and that's not what I was saying. What I was saying was everything we did in the beginning of the season led up to October 10th, the UNC game. And on that stage, we looked like we weren't ready. So this Wake Forest game, the Liberty game, and uh, it might be another game before Miami – now we're on the road to the Miami game, the next showdown, ACC showdown game that Virginia Tech has. So we will. I want to continue to keep seeing development, keep seeing the team improve on both offense and defense. I want to see the playbook open up. There's certain things that I'm looking for that uh, maybe some fans aren't looking for. Some people might just be looking for wins, losses. But it's not just that sometimes. Sometimes you want to see, okay, every week the the defensive line is getting better and better. Every week the secondary is improving. Every week you're starting to see more concepts, more things from the offense, the plays, the play calling. That way you know going into that Miami game, oh, okay, we're a little bit, okay, we're ready for this. But if we're just winning games and you don't see any improvement, Then you know when we go out there versus Miami, we're going to get our ass kicked. So that's what I'm looking for. So when I say we're on the road to Miami, we're not playing Miami. I'm just saying these games in front of us are the games that I want to see us improve on. Because I expect us to win these games. Let me be clear. I expect us to win these games. So I'm just looking. I'm looking past them. I don't got to play. You know, the team got to go play. So they got to focus on Wake Forest. I don't got I'm a fan. No matter what the fuck I say or do, uh, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, I'm looking to the next big game. But um, uh, game balls before I move on. Game balls. um, Hendon Hooker definitely gets a game ball. He, He started the game. He had four touchdowns, 111 yards passing, which, you know, he wasn't required to throw the ball a lot. But he ran the ball. I think he had 168 yards. Rushing. He had four touchdowns, three rushing, one pass touchdown. And um he managed the game well. Pretty much it was a Hendrick Hooker performance, you know. And also uh on defense, game ball, I'm giving the game ball to Devin Taylor. Devin Taylor had a forced fumble, he caught an interception, he had two tackles. Um and shout outs to Devin Taylor, man. He made he made impact plays. Um he made his presence known in that secondary from from the first quarter because he was the guy that forced the first fumble that kind of had Boston College. They was fumbling all night and things of that nature. But, you know, Devin Taylor was the first one that had them. Hey, man, they're going to start fumbling and things of that nature. Devin Taylor made plays. That's all we can ask. That's all we can ask from the secondary. Guys are you know, inexperienced and not used to this. It's a new coordinator. You know, if they can just stick with guys and make the occasional play here there, I'm happy, man. I'm happy. Um, let's look in the ACC also from that week. Uh, Clemson hung up seventy points on Georgia Tech. Um, I think I said that Clemson was going by two or three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I think they. I think they took care of that business. Uh quite easily. <laughs> like I said, man, Clemson is playing chess. The rest of us is playing Halo or playing some other shit. They, not only we not in even the same league, we ain't in, in the same sport <laughs> right now. Uh, Clemson kind of got the world by the balls right now. Um, Miami beat Pitt. I picked Miami to beat Pitt. I said Pitt will muddy the game up. They made some plays, but what I didn't know when I was in that game was uh their quarterback wasn't, their starting quarterback didn't even travel so they ended up playing their second and third string quarterbacks versus Miami that's a recipe for disaster, they got their ass kicked, I think it was like 30 to 19 but uh let's be clear uh, Miami was the better team I had Liberty losing to Cuse I said Cuse was going to beat the shit out of Liberty and no, oh, Cuse is Cuse is the worst team in the ACC. Um, that was embarrassing. If, if if I'm a Q student, Q's former Q player, anybody involved in the Q, if, if I'm Carmelo Anthony, well, whoever the case may be, I would be embarrassed to have ever put on that orange, that Syracuse orange uniform, that Syracuse orange shirt, whatever the case may be, that's embarrassing. Not only did they lose the Liberty, they looked like they didn't belong like, you would have thought Q's was the FCS school getting the shot versus Liberty, not the other way around. That's embarrassing. Dino, you're my boy. <laughs> you know, I respect I, – I, It's hard to not have respect to any brother that can put shoe polish on his head and pass it off as a hairline. But Dino, my boy, it's time to start looking at offensive coordinator opportunities. That's all I'm going to say to you. And Dino definitely going to end up somebody's offensive coordinator next year because – uh. Shit is run this course at Cuse. I was, I think, I was the one saying when Eric Dungy left Cuse, and Eric Dungy is an underrated player in the ACC pantheon. I guess uh, Eric Dungy was a beast of a player. And I was telling, I was telling, uh, I was telling Dino, you fit your ceiling here. I think they had won seven or eight games. You fit your ceiling here. It's not gonna get no better than this. Cuse is never gonna land. There's certain prospects they need to get past that 7-8 win ceiling. So, his name was in the mix for some jobs, but he stayed. And I think that was the bad decision because you can never get cues rolling. You know, I think he should have bounced when Eric Dungy left, to be honest. Uh, Notre Dame beat Louisville, but Notre Dame only scored 12 points. So, of course that leads to why does why is Notre Dame ranked third? Listen, Notre Dame hasn't lost a game yet. And I'm one of those people, or I try not to be one of those people, that just because you didn't score 50-60 points does not mean you're overrated. It's a different game every week. Did Notre Dame put up a bunch of points on like somebody before uh they played Louisville? And nobody had nothing to say then. So, I'm not going to sit up here and say, if Notre Dame had been scoring 10 and 12 points all season and they're number three, then you're like, all right, bruh, Like, okay, maybe they're overrated, but I'm not going to take their one game where they struggled on offense and say they don't deserve this and they don't deserve that. Notre Dame did what they were supposed to do. They won the game, albeit in ugly fashion. They stay undefeated. They're still in the mix. That's it. I'm not about to sit up here and – kill Notre Dame for winning, but big up some team for losing. Just because the game was more exciting or whatever. I I think that's one thing we do as college football fans. We'll kill a team for winning. You know, no matter who the opponent is, I mean there might be a weak opponent or they had a bad game. They won the game though. But if a, if a team gives us an exciting loss, we'll say that's a good loss. They'll they will legit hype up good a a good loss over a bad win, which A kind of oxymoronic statements like what the fuck is a good loss and what the fuck is a bad win i mean i guess if you're the fan of the team and you're saying we didn't look good and we should have lost i guess that's somewhat of a, a bad win but still you shouldn't go down in the rankings for winning in my opinion you should only go down if you're losing if you if you lose and it was a good loss. You just shouldn't drop that far, but it seemed like some teams get more clout for losing than winning. I don't know. I'm not a voter or nothing like that. Um, NC State beat Duke. I picked NC State. Uh, Duke needed to get off the the snide, uh, the week before, and they did that. And I said, uh, shows over. NC NC State is actually a decent team. Um, they're not as bad
0: With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: They're actually pretty decent. They lost their quarterback for probably the season, Devin Leary, and so they got to go back to the other guy. The other guy's kind of sorry, so maybe NC State falls off. But uh, they beat Duke. Wake Forest beat UVA. Um, I don't quite remember who I picked. I think I picked Wake Forest. I think I said UVA is a bad team. And I think I flat out picked Wake Forest to win the game. They won the game. UVA's in shambles. Like, what they do at quarterback is high school shit. That's, that's literally what they do. What they do at quarterback is literally a high school offense now. They tried out three different dudes and they all run glorified Wildcat packages. It's bad. And then the, the one dude, the fat dude, who looks like a the manager of an office max, he he throws the ball and he got the arm strength of an eighth grader. It's, that shit is crazy. Uh it's over with for UVA. They pre, this season pretty much over. Um sad. And the upset of the week. I had UNC beating Florida State, and they almost pulled it off. But Florida State won the game. Um, Florida State basically put the world on notice. Like, look, man, just because we suck, it's not the talent on the field. They just got to get their coaching and get their, get their act right. They just had to get their coaching and their act right. Um they damn near blew it. They damn near blew a big lead, but uh, in the end, they made the plays necessary to win the game, and that's what happened in the ACC, man, week seven. But um, you know we gotta show love to Manscape, everybody's favorite sponsor. We have a new Manscape product alert. Manscape just released the weed whacker nose here, nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror and I guarantee you'll see (laughs) pubes. (laughs) That'd be crazy if you had pubes coming out your nose. You'll see hair sticking out those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven pubes. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 rpm motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual blade system. It's intelligently contoured design, enhances the trimming experience, and is waterproof, which makes easy makes for easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. Have you ever tried to pull your nose, you ever tried to pull your nose hair out with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds, It's making whacking your weeds the time to look forward to, delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Now I'ma have to pause this right now because 79% of partners polled uh said that nose hair is a major turnoff. And last week on this very podcast. I sat here and said, I want to see the other 19%. Now, I don't know math because that don't equal 100%. The the, the correct answer is, I want to see the other 21%. Now, I didn't go to college. I'm not the the sharpest tool in the shed. But a a good number of my listeners did go to college. Some of you motherfuckers is engineers. And nobody corrected me. Nobody said 79 plus 19 ain't 100. I don't know, man. I'm starting to think some of y'all stupid as shit, too. I I know I'm stupid. Some of y'all motherfuckers. Look, man, I want to see the other 21% of people who said... uh, I want to see the other 21 who who said that uh, long nose hair is the shit. And I want to see their nose and their ears... It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ARMCHAIR at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and hairs and our holes looking nice. Once again, 20% off free shipping with the code ARMCHAIR. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. Let's get into ACC action week eight. We got Syracuse at Clemson. I think Cuse, Cuse either beat Clemson a couple years ago when they had Deshaun Watson or they damn near beat Clemson or it got real close, something like that. Uh, That ain't happening. You don't have like. If there was any game, you, you should pick Clemson to roll. It's, it's this game versus Syracuse. Syracuse just lost to Liberty. Syracuse just lost to Liberty people. Uh, a, a school, an FCS school, uh, that should let you know right now what Syracuse is working with. Uh, meanwhile, Clemson is rolling. They just rolled Georgia Tech. They're going to continue to roll. You can expect Clemson's backups to be in the game. Uh, mid-third quarter, uh, Clemson big. NC State is at North Carolina. Now, this game is going to be one of those underrated games because a lot of people don't talk about this outside of the state of North Carolina. Those two are rivals. NC State and UNC does not like each other. Um, NC State was playing some decent football. Like I said earlier, the quarterback Devin Leary got hurt. So they probably got to go back to the dude that was trash. So we'll see how they offense look. But NC State has been winning. They do have some confidence going into this game. And North Carolina is coming off a loss. So we got to see how they bounce back. Uh, Sam Howell's receivers let him down in that game. I mean, they they not the reason that they lost, but they kind of the reason why they lost. Because they were dropping shit in that final draft. And then the running back had a huge drop. It was all kinds of drops, and they let Sam Howell down. But, uh, so we got to see where folks' confidence levels is at. Like I said, NC State has been winning. Like I said, UNC just come off a loss. So UNC can definitely have a hangover game and get caught slipping again and lose another one. But I'm going to pick UNC. But I'm going to be monitoring that game because I'm not – my confidence level in that pick ain't that good. My confidence level in that pick is maybe a 4 out of 10. Uh, we got – what we got here? We got FSU at Louisville. FSU is coming off the biggest win of the season. Louisville is still losing. And I don't think that changes. I think FSU ha- made the quarterback uh, change. And they're gaining momentum. They're gaining confidence. And I think Louisville is just kind of stuck and quick saying, I got FSU winning on the road at Louisville. Notre Dame at Pitt. And this game has been talked about a little bit by some of the people I listen to, um, that Pitt is a tough team, tougher than their record indicates. And Notre Dame is trash because they play the game where they score 12 points. And um, I don't know, man. I think I think Notre Dame is gonna pick it back up. I know uh, I know they're favored by. I know they're favored <laughs> by eleven points. They're favored by eleven points. Notre Dame is, but um, I wouldn't take Pitt in that, man. I think I think Notre Dame is gonna roll Pitt. I think I think I think Pitt is like over with. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I think Pitt is over with. they will always be a tough out, but I, as far as them. Winning or covering, I think that shit did. I got the Dame big. Georgia Tech at Boston College and the game that's hardest to call. Uh That game is going to be a tough one to call. You got two bad defenses, I would say. I'm going to just go with Boston College, the home team. I'm, a, I'm only going with the home team because Georgia Tech has to go on the road all the way up the Chestnut Hill. With, with freshmen, freshman quarterback, young players, I'm gonna just give it to the. I'm gonna just give it to the home team. I got no confidence. I got no confidence in that pick though. UVA at Miami. I think that's eight o'clock. Eight o'clock ACC network. Miami is gonna roll. I think Miami's gonna. I think Miami gonna do UVA bad. I think they're gonna beat the shit out of UVA for the reasons that I kind of touched on earlier. Well, that what. UVA is doing that quarterback. That it's not that shit. does not working in the ACC. That style of football might work in the Sun Belt or Conference USA. That shit is not. It didn't even work against Wake Forest. It's damn sure not gonna work against the speed and athleticism that Miami has. Where they're basically going to say that this glorified wildcat shit, where y'all cannot pass, it's over with. And when and if UVA can't score. You know, Miami, if anything, can score against their defense, because UVA's defense ain't what it was from last year. So, man, if 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 there was a lock of the week, and I don't know the betting lines for that game, but uh I got Miami by at least three scores. Easy. And that's when with no trolls, with no trolling involved. But before I talk about the uh before I talk about the Virginia Tech uh, Wake Forest game coming up, once again, bet online, bet online, people. Um, we got college football, we got NFL football. You got uh, World Series. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action. Like I said, everything imaginable from game spreads, totals, team, player, coach, props. Bet online gives you more options to wager. Than any place online, bet, head to bet online today. Use the promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet online, your great your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget the promo code is armchair at bet online. Virginia Tech plays Wake Forest this week. I've watched Wake Forest play a couple games. They got this quarterback in Sam Hartman, who's a a capable playmaker he was there last year he's like a sophomore redshirt sophomore and um he's a he's a decent quarterback he, he's not a he's not in the sam howell uh discussion or the trevor lawrence but uh as far as a quarterback that could probably do some damage to us like a field Jerkovic last week he's definitely in that discussion as far as acc quarterbacks he might not be in the elite but he's good enough to do damage to us, so that's something we need to be aware of. Apparently, he's thrown, he's thrown zero interceptions all season, so he's taking care of the ball. Last week versus UVA, they de- he definitely shredded them. He went up top on them several times and completed big plays, so that's something that we have to be aware of, that this team is not afraid to Hit on the big plays. This, this is not just some dink and dunk offense or this super safe offense. We played Wake Forest last year, and um, that's when they had Jamie Newman, who was uh one of the better quarterbacks in the ACC last year. He was supposed to play for Georgia this year, but he opted out, and um, we pretty much handled them. And I would say, I would personally say, Jamie Newman is better than Sam Hart. Sam Hartman. And uh we pretty much contained Jamie Newman pretty well. Now Jamie Newman is a different athlete than Sam Hartman. Jamie Newman, they definitely ran the ball more with him. But um we contain him well. And uh I think we're gonna do pretty much the same. Sam Hartman's gonna get some of his passing stuff off. He's gonna make some of his plays. But I think this game is gonna be a lot like the Boston College game where Okay, you might get some early. I think adjustments are get made, and the defense are going to make plays late. Um, we got the Hendon Hooker, Khalil Herbert train rolling. Uh, there's no question, you know, who's in the backfield or who should be getting the ball. Um, I think we know what our identity is as a team. We're a rushing team. I think we're averaging over 300 yards a game, rushing the ball. So that should let you know right there what we want to do and where we at. If if uh if somehow Wake Forest was to limit Khalil Herbert, I would be interested to see how we respond with the passing game because uh they're not really asking they're not asking any of our quarterbacks to really like throw it. So it'll be interesting to see if they were to do that, but I don't think they can do that. So I think Virginia Tech is going to win. I think Virginia Tech wins by double digits. It might be spooky at first, but I think after the adjustments are made, bada-bing, bada-boom, Hokies win. We continue on this road to Miami. Like I said, we don't play Miami next week, but we're just counting up the wins, counting up the good performances until we showdown versus Miami. And, oh, yeah, I got to also mention, we play Wake Forest at 3.30 p.m., it says it's coming on ESPN three, but um, I live in I live in a DC area, so that means it's coming on like local, like a local channel. So, so but like I said, it's saying ESPN three. So basically, your ESPN app. If you don't live in, you know, the if you don't live in a DC area or you know Virginia or somewhere, you probably gotta you know get the ESPN app or you know, or some of y'all might just gotta find some illegal stream to watch it on. But um, like like I'm telling you right now, it's telling it's saying ESPN three for me, but it's gonna be blacked out because it's gonna be on some local channel here, uh, for DC people. I'm only telling y'all what I know. So like I said, it's a 3:30 game. There will be a live stream after the game. Uh, I'll go live. We'll go on there. We'll talk about the win. Hopefully, not talk about the loss. We, you know, we talk about the win. We discuss some things. We get some jokes off. Do some life lessons. You know, maybe take some callers if they want to call in. Y'all know how we kick it. Y'all know how the vibes going to be, man. Y'all ain't new to this shit. Y'all veterans. See y'all next week, man. This was it for Don Fridays. God bless.